Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Recorded live. Good evening, everyone. Uh, today is... Um, Good evening. Uh, yes, today is what? Uh, May the 15th, is it? Middle of May. And uh, we begin our Illinois Assembly call. To and the Illinois Assembly is a popular assembly which discusses our rights as we are and as the people and nationals of Illinois. People from other states are welcome and they often join us. Um, but... Uh, Essentially, the voting public, which we do have to convene a grand jury, uh, when we do, I should say not if, uh, it's only from Illinois, because we're an Illinois assembly. Um, with that, I say good evening, uh, Rich. Is there, is there something that's pressing on your mind that you would like to bring up for discussion today? No. Uh, no, no, not today. Uh, I'm kind of in a listening mode. Okay. Okay. Well, um, it's an interesting question that I would like. I was just uh, researching it a little bit before the call. What is the process? We were talking last week about the difference between codes and statutes and and um, the law and how the codes and statutes are different. Uh, what is the process of making a law? What does it mean when they say that, okay, let's make a law? We should make a law about that. Um, and what is the process? What, is they, what do they actually mean about that? This is the law that needs to be made. And how do they go about making it? Um, from some of the research that I was listening to, uh, where they say that, okay, let's make a law, they're leaving it to uh, a party, like a ruling, invisible ruling hand. If you make the law for us so that something happens, and that is actually a very, very... It's a very dangerous thing to think like that because you're talking about a government and the government, if they're going to be doing anything like that, they're going to be using very strong methods. The law isn't made by them by the, according to the way our country is built up. That's the legislative land. It's we, the people, who make that, isn't it? I'd like to discuss that. What's your opinion? I'm um, sorry, you're asking me? Yes. Hello? Yes, yes, I am. Um, 
statues and codes. If we're going to create corporation, then we can talk about those things. <laughs> but we don't like to you know, create corporations. So this doesn't apply to us. Correct. But how do these get made anyway? Who makes these? Who decides that okay, a statute is going to be made, a code is going to be made? Well, it's a bunch of the lawyers. For example, where I was going to do the, uh, let me take it out from the speaker. I was do, uh, I was doing about you know uh, research about the uh, deed, and what happened is uh, doesn't matter how you prepare. Just the example I will give it to you, and then we can discuss further. Uh, the wording you're gonna put it in, they're not gonna accept it because I've been rejected like you know four or five times, and I still not registered this thing because the wording is about 25, let's say like Illinois, mm-hmm. it's about 25 lawyers who they just sitting and thinking how this is supposed to be structured when you want to, let's say, do the deed. That's why they restricted presently. You cannot make a deed like, you know, warranty deed or transfer property, whatever, because they don't want you to put any other wording they they approve it. And this, they approve it this way, so it's still, you know, not yours. You are the tenant to the property. Yeah. That's it. Well, it, so. uh, the trouble is that these things, they really govern us. I mean, people are not, you can't take this lightly. These these codes and rules and all of that, I mean, they do still govern us. It depends who is in the government. If we the people, probably most of us, we're going to agree and if we will, you know, follow how uh, Anna is directing how to, you know, retrieve the, you know, property and register as a on a private site, not on the public site. This what is all registered so far is just public site. That's why they don't want you to change the wording. And they are not afraid you're going to sue them because those 25 are going to go after you. And you're not going to win it as a, you know, as a one person. Because they're going to present, you know, to the court uh, the way they want. Not that's supposed to be. Yeah. Uh, So I found about this, I found Uh about this, you know, very hard way. What do you mean? Well, doesn't matter what I'm doing, you know, they're not going to accept it. You cannot register. Like, you know, you register, you know, quick claim deed or whatever you want to change. 
if those words are not used, I'm sorry, I'm making chicken. Okay. <laughs> so they don't do what? I'm sorry? You were saying that uh, they will not register? No. Nope. They just ignore it? Absolutely. They're not going to take it. Even, you know, you provide a law, which is federal law, they, you know, they are obligated to do that. And um, they, just, just, they just ignore. And that's what I've been find, finding over here is also the, they just ignore. And I've got a horrible situation where they say, now I can't file any papers. So, so it's a one-sided court. Need, yeah. If you don't so have an attorney, you're, you're in a one-sided court. So I'm actually uh, talking to the attorney general about this. And he probably might listen in one ear. And in the same time, everything goes out with the other ear. <laughs> That's how they are. Well, um, uh, I was the higher courts that you go to, they understand what the constitution is and they will obey it and they will obey no. the law. It's only at a, at a lower court level that these shenanigans go on. I don't believe in that. Really? Because even the Supreme Court ignore my motion. I did the investigation uh, report. It's showing that title to the house was broken twice. And bank did not pay attention and they just registered, you know, as usually they did, you know, papers. So they registered the way they had no rights to my property and they still foreclosed. And this went to the Supreme Court. They did not do anything. What so now say? I'm in the federal court. And how did you I get to the federal court? I'm sorry? How did, you, how did you file in federal court? Because they are in violation of the federal law. Correct. That's, but how, how, which court did you do? Which, did you go to... Columbia, or I mean, how did you file in federal court? In, yeah, yeah. in Northern Illinois. Northern okay. Illinois federal court. Because what happened is I uh, filed the bankruptcy just to stop the sale. And uh, two days after I filed the bankruptcy, they still sold the property. So they are in they still, uh, violation of the state. They, this is how corrupt still, everything is. They still uh, had the sale? Yeah. So now, as you know, this thing is in a federal court, I uh, summon everybody. The attorneys, the judges, the buyers, the sellers, everyone. They have 30 days to answer. So I'm pretty busy with that. So. Wow. Yeah. They hop in fences. They don't care. If they see pro se, 
they don't care because they talk, they thinking, you know, you know nothing. And I think uh, this might, you know, turn around a little bit differently. Yeah. What is the, um, what are the numbers uh, of people who are presenting themselves in co- in court? In Alaska, it was over 25. It was between 25 and 28%. That's a huge number. Yeah. Huge number of people who will not have an attorney and they present themselves in court. This is in Alaska. And the numbers are growing so strong that uh, the judges are now making um, notification of it because... Because of how many, how how the numbers are increasing. See, if the people will represent them, represent themselves like I do, mm-hmm. the more likely they will want the case because you know they will not deal with the officer of the court, which is attorney. He has to follow the rules. So it doesn't Did you matter. What you just said, I didn't understand what you just said. Well, simple thing. If you represent yourself, you're watching everything the way it's supposed to go. If you hire attorney, that's another, you know, officer of the court, because this is what he is. He's going to follow the code, the ruling, the all kind of, you know, crap uh, just to cheat on you. Because I know a lot of people who had attorney they already lost property. They already had to move out. They already are done. Yeah. So that's the that's the difference. That's the difference. How many people on the call? Just the two of us. Oh. Just the two of us this time. Oh. So, you know, I have really, really, you know, tough time to go through this thing because uh, I'm researching a lot and uh, they just cut themselves in unlawful act because they ignored, uh, they ignored the bankruptcy stay. And now the trustee is like simply like, you know, they stole the property from trustee how exactly, you know, happened. So I reported to trustee and I give them notification. They did, you know, they violate the federal law and bankruptcy stay. So let them answer now. So it's going to be very interesting. How are they going to do? I have to what, mute myself. You, what do you mean stolen from the trustee? A what? What do you mean stolen from the trustee? Stole the property from the trustee. What do you mean by that? Because when you file for bankruptcy, a trustee has in control everything. Correct. Okay. All right. So what happened if the if I file the bankruptcy and they still proceed with the property to be sold, so they like took out from the trustee. 
because I give to the trustee to be in control, but they did anyway. So they they uh, took it from the trustee, from the trustee comment. You understand? Uh huh. Okay. Yes, I do. Um, yeah, uh, I totally understand now what you're saying. But uh, so, uh, this was but, not this was not anymore, you know, in my control. It was in control of trustee. But now, uh, as long they you know did something the way they did, they sold two days after because I personally delivered to everybody that I filed from bankruptcy. You know, mm-hmm. I deli- delivered that to every single one with the stamp, with the signatures, so on. So I have a proof they've been searched. So they cannot get out of it. So we will see how this is going to go. I need to mute myself for a second, okay? Yeah. So, so this is how it's everything going here, especially in Illinois. I didn't hear what you said. And the unfortunate thing is that I am in Crook County. You are in the what? I'm in Crook County. Ha. Yeah. You understand? You understand? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, very difficult. I don't know which is the best county. At least in uh, in uh, um, Cook County, they have uh, one thing that is very nice. They accept pro se judgment. The uh, pro se they actually have in Cook uh, Cook County courthouse. They have all of these people helping you in case you don't have an attorney. And those this is what I am. From... This what? is where I am, Cook County. That's a crook county. I know, but at least they recognize pro se. Here or they here they don't. They can't say it, but they don't recognize the pro se. Yeah. In uh, in my uh, county over here. They say they do but they don't. They don't like yeah. it. They want you to have an attorney. Mm-hmm. They want you to, you know, spend money. And uh, before I started this process four years ago, I was uh, I was uh, in consulting with a couple attorneys, and. Uh, after that, I was thinking, well, 
So I'm going to hire attorney, I'm going to pay him, and I have to educate him. So mine as well, I can represent myself. And this is where I am now. That uh, they don't want you, to, you don't know that they don't accept or say. Well, they're trying to, you know, ignore. They're trying to, you know, do something else. They, you know, uh, ignore all the facts. Where I uh, ask for uh, presenting a standing, which prior court I served a bank with quali uh, qualified written request. It's about hundreds questions. They ignored it. That's a violation of response. Okay? Uh -huh. So now, because the judge in, in circuit court ignored that, also he ignored that all papers would attorney bring it in, and I, you know, make a notification to him. They have to be verified and validated before they start the case. I brought this issue in front of the judge too, in circuit court. They violate, he violated them. So that doesn't matter, no way. Okay, so now all those things I bring him up in the federal court, and this uh, they have to answer now. And the federal court is of your county. of your area, your district, right? I'm sorry, what? The federal court is of your district. It's, uh, no, it's in my uh, county. The federal court is of your county. It's a county, it's a northern district, yeah. Northern district. I'm in the central district. That's where the bankruptcy court is. Well, at, at, a, at that high level, I don't think it makes a difference um, if you are in North Cal Northern District because they cannot be corrupt. It's only the we'll lower see. court that gets corrupt. We will see. Um, I have, like, you know, in the bankruptcy, well, you be judge of it. In the bankruptcy, they require, prior in you meeting with the creditors, they require to show three years income taxes and 60 days of pay stubs. Okay? Uh -huh. I, deliver, I deliver all those things. They require seven days prior of the meeting. I deliver this thing by myself, in person, to them. Okay, uh -huh. and when I when I when I uh, came to, you know, for this appointment, they said, you know, I didn't file the, I didn't file the income taxes. I said, excuse me, I brought them here personally. Oh, we don't have them. <laughs> I said, what? Yeah, I said, what? 
I said, I brought them personally over here and 60 days of face taps and you're telling me you don't have them? Oh, do you have an original copy with you? I said, yes, I do. Oh, we can make a copy from that. I said, no, I brought them here. Everything was made. I put it right in here. So see, federal court. Yeah. I'm telling well, you, I'm in a, uh, I'm in a wrong a county. Huh? I'm in a wrong county. I didn't hear what you said. I said I'm in the wrong county. Yeah. Yeah. Everywhere is a sabotage. Everywhere is a, you know, I don't know how to name this thing. It's just uh, they ignore you. They looking for every opportunity to knock you down. I give them date and time when I brought it. I just didn't take the name of the secretary. But I described, it, you know, was a skinny lady here, you know, uh, working. And, uh, you know, she took those uh, texts from me. And she said, you know, okay, everything is on the record. Thank you very much. That's all. So now you see how they operate. But that's okay. I'm not worried about that part. Okay. I'm just, you know, um, yeah, that's very interesting. That's yeah. very interesting because the trouble is that the, the numbers of people who are presenting, and remember, Rich, you, attorneys represent you. You present yourself in court because you're not representing anybody else. You present yourself in court, it's a big difference. So yes. the numbers that are presenting themselves in court now are increasing, and I don't know what the Illinois numbers are, but it would be worth finding out how many people, nationals, people, one of the people of Illinois are presenting themselves in court, in true prayer proper prayer. I don't know how to pronounce that word. Yeah. But um, um, I would have to I would have to probably make a research way. but uh, what? I will have to make a research to find out how many cross uh, Yes. And that's an important thing because the numbers are what makes the change. Yes. And if there are courts that will not let anybody who's pro se win, that is actually unconstitutional because it is a law uh -huh. that, that uh, is being yeah. enforced, not, the fa not attorneys' games. This is where I have a judge presently. This judge has to, has to answer to the federal court because he told me personally, you should get the attorney. I told you you should get the attorney. You go, you come in here as a pro se, and, you know, he just kind of, you know, drag about it, and he said, you know, you know how many cases was won by the pro se over here? None. So you better get attorney. 
I said, thank you for your advice, but I'm still going to represent myself. Okay? So wow. he told me, he told me, your, your clock is ticking, that, you know, I'm going to lose everything. I want to face him. I want to look at him, how he's going to, you know, answer those things. Is they going to show up or not show up? Whatever is going to happen to them. I just want to see what they're going to do to him. He should be stripped from any kind of stuff. I found about uh, 37 violations, federal violations, what he did through my case in a four years. Everything. Everything he denied. So if you look at the, uh, if somebody violates the federal law, it's about uh, 250 dollars 250,000 is a penalty yes so i got about you know nine million just right there <laughs> yeah <laughs> over nine million what is the law that says that violation uh is 250,000 Look it up. Uh, any any federal viol uh, federal law violation of the federal law. You got it. And the statutes. Yeah. Well, there is a there is a case um, about a, a ruling by Judge Rosenthal, and that's a very interesting one. But I I can get it for you. But I'll have to minimize this. Hang on one sec. I can get it for you. It's quite interesting, actually. It's very good yeah. to read. Um, I we are not recorded, read. are we? Well, we were, we are, but let oh. me get this. Uh, it doesn't. I mean, this is a good conversation for anybody who's missing the call. They can. This is a very good conversation, but. I need to get into my tetrabyte. Okay, hang on one sec. Um, just give me a little time to get it out. Okay. I don't know what it is. Hang on one sec. Yeah. Oh, yeah. May 25th. May 25th. At 9 a.m. The most in the lunchroom. I can't find it. That's okay. Uh, it's an interesting. You're gonna come across, so please send me over. Uh, yeah, it's an interesting one about um, about. Uh, okay, here, let me. Here it is. Just found it. About um, the. Hang on. Thank 
I am not. Okay, here we are. In the uh, NOSEC, N-O-S-E-K, it's a bankruptcy in Massachusetts. And it's against AmeriQuest Mortgage Company. It is claimed that the holder of NOSEC mortgage, despite the fact that AmeriQuest was the loan originator, had not held the note since November 30th of 1997 and ended its mortgage servicer role as of March the 31st, 2005. And the judge, Rosenthal, placed blame on AmeriQuest, the mortgage servicer, and Wells Fargo, the mortgage lender, uh, for the mishandling of the mortgage assignment, stating, quote, it is the creditor's responsibility to keep a borrower and the court informed as to who yes. owns the note and the mortgage and is servicing the loan, not the borrower or the court's yes. responsibility to ferret out the truth, unquote. Yes. Then he quotes, this court will not, this court will not allow Wells Fargo or any other mortgage to shirk responsibility by pointing the finger at their servicers, unquote. Judge Rosenthal imposed the sanctions of 250000 on American, American, AmeriQuest and Wells Fargo, as well as sanctions on the law firm. Firms. Yep. So this is uh, a recent case, 2008. It's not that old. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, you know, it's only the higher court that they will accept it because at the lower court, they just disregard it. This is the law. This is, this is precedent. And they say, no, yes. not necessary. They, and then, yeah. I, I don't know if you know this, but Illinois, um, the uh, Attorney General has a very good press release. About have you have you I, did I send it to you? Yes, I have it. Yeah, about yes, about the uh, no foreclosure of this fraud. Yes. Mm-hmm. But they don't pay attention to it. Well, they can't. They can't ignore it. You have to go they to don't the pay the attention and we don't know. That see why Madigan doesn't proceed you know with this thing now is the question how many kick, how much kickback she received not to proceed with this thing of course kickback from the banks mm-hmm. um interestingly is she is she isn't she on the way out? She's not going to uh, run for she, office again. Right, right, right. That's why she probably collect the money, just quit the case, and that's it. Uh, when is the election? It's in November, right? Mm-hmm. So in November, whoever is the next one is going to... That's how many months from now? Um, that's June, July, August, September, October, November. So you are, you, it's five months from now. And in five months' time, you're going to have 
another attorney general who's going to then look at the cases and, you know, open these cases up. So she's go- she's on her way out. So really, at this point, it doesn't matter. She's handing over charge. So I think what I'd like to do is I would like to end the call, the recording, and... Uh, and then continue our conversation. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.